It's the workers' beat. I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is here. Bonnie Mathias, good morning, good morning, good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me, there's something in the air. I don't know what it is, but it's awful. <laughs> the workers' beat is about everything from the point of view of working families, and we like to start with things you can do. Today at 3 o'clock, the strikers will be honored at a cookout at 1408 North Washington free hamburgers and hot dogs. October the 22nd at noon to 2 will be a sip-in at the Starbucks in Denton at 1445 West University Drive. Wow. That That's when you just, everybody goes to Starbucks and has a, and has a, have coffee, a coffee together a and, uh, and good yeah. times. That's right. October the 23rd at 10 o'clock, the early vote rally at the George Allen Courthouse. Be there, be square. 600 Commerce Dallas, 75202. That's that's downtown Dallas. That's right. Early vote rally. And you can, when... You can come early and go across the street and vote at the George Allen Courthouse, or you can just come and rally with us, and then we'll all go over there and vote. What do y'all think? Pretty good idea. Yeah. Early vote, so please uh, help us get the vote out. Early voting will go on from October 23rd to November the 3rd. October the 25th at 5 o'clock, the Progressive Student Union at the University of Texas at Arlington is hosting one of the Tampa Five to speak on injustices that they have faced as a result of political repression. And that takes place at UTA in room UH-108. And they're people That's from Florida? Lich- is that what you said? And you know, They're from Florida? Yeah, her name is Laura Rodriguez. Wow. Room UH-108 at 5 o'clock, October 25th. October the 26th from 4 to 6. This is a big one. Join SAG-AFTRA. They've been on strike for 100 days now. SAG-AFTRA strikers will be leafleting at 2811 Abrams. I think there's a Whole Foods uh, grocery store there somewhere. 2811 Abrams. Abrams from 4 to 6 on October 26th. Okay. October the 27th will be the last day to apply to vote by mail. That's right. For November the 7th election. I already voted, by I the know. way. If you need an application to vote by mail, please, please call Dallas County Democrats. Uh, you can leave a voicemail with your name and your address, your phone number, in case we need to call you back, mm-hmm. 214-821-8331. And we are there. 8331. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. What's the number? 214-821-8331. And you'll and give have, them an application yeah, to I vote will, by mail. Yes. Vote by mail is the nuts, folks, because you get to vote way before anybody else right. does. We have a caller. November 7th oh. is election day. And November the 17th, we're probably going to have another government shutdown crisis. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Hello. Are you there? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Hey, I'm sorry you're not bringing the chicken and dumplings, but I had major surgery. What? What? I almost died on the emergency room table. I had fibroids removed in... It didn't go too well. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, I should be bringing you chicken soup. Oh, that's okay, honey. I'm in bed talking to you, enjoying you, uh, y'all both. I mean, as long as I'm still alive and listening to you guys every Saturday, I got nothing to, to, to complain about. You make me laugh. Oh, girl, you're the bomb. I, I love you both. And lots of big hugs and kisses. I got a silly question, actually, concern question. Have you seen the news about, I like to discuss about the Tarrant County food bank, why it has to be involved with the government, staging uh, uh, net wages, and the skyrocketing prices for food these days with shelter, gas, and utilities continue to make it harder for the families who are suffering from facing the hunger of the, uh, at, you know, to, get, to get, you know, access to these items. I just don't understand why the government's involved. I don't know either. I don't know. I know that the North Texas Food Bank, I think they get vouchers from the government to to help buy, uh, you know, quantities of of staples. Uh, I, I don't know. 
you know, Gene and I were talking about it. I don't, do you have to present any type of, of this is how much I make or uh, any type verification of. Uh, you know, I know somebody that does know, I do know somebody that knows about the food pantries in Tarrant County, and that is the Tarrant County Central Labor Council. Angie. TCCLC.org. Uh-huh. Okay. TCCLC, Tarrant County Central to- Labor Council. Oh, you don't have to have their direct number over there, do you? I'll mm-hmm. find it. Hold up. I'll find it. Got a number? I'll uh, find it. Yes, I will. Uh, uh, yep, yep. The magic of Google. Because I, I, I know that... Reverend, I tried to call Reverend, Reverend, uh, Reverend Barnett earlier. He had uh-huh. no clue I was, I was discussing about. Well, do you have the number for, Je- for Reverend Wright? Uh, Reverend Wright is often on this program. Okay. And uh, okay, he it. helps people with the food pantries, I know. I got the number. Okay. okay. It's 817-284-1461. They okay. open at 8 o'clock on Monday. 8 o'clock on Monday. Yes, okay, ma'am. Okay, right on. Thanks a lot. Thank okay. you. And they, Get well, sister. I know that they are okay. working. God bless you both. Thank you. Thank you. They're working Bye-bye. overtime over there to help the strikers. Yeah. And if you go to their website, which is Tarrant County Central Labor Council, tcclc.org, and then slash UAW support, I think is the name of it, UAW support. And they have uh, they have really been working. Of course, a lot of the labor movement is, but, yeah. but Tarrant County, I think, has been outstanding on doing solidarity work throughout the throughout the whole time that Angie DeFilippo's been over there. That's my, she's the best woman ever. She is. She has really sparked the solidarity movement here in North Texas, and we uh, certainly want to encourage Angie to keep up the good work and keep everybody helping uh, with them. You can also, they are actually taking cash donations. Yes. Uh, I guess I can't give that out because KNON doesn't want us to. So you can call 972-647-1893 if you have a comment or a question or whatever. Or if you just want to be on (laughs) the air. If you just want to be on the air. I want to give a shout out to American Federation of Government Employees 1040-1040 because they have recognized that unions do not stand alone anymore. We are all standing together. And when we held our Central Labor Council meeting on Thursday night, they were there. Yay! And uh, the ones from uh, 1003 were the AFGE people from uh, from the uh, Environmental Protection the Agency EPA, yeah. were there. These, these new people are from TSA. Oh uh, my God, the ones that's awesome! That, and they need help. <clears throat> and uh, so I was delighted to see the way that the labor movement is coming together. Now, Bonnie. Yes. Is it true that you wrote a letter to the editor that, that was just scandalous? <laughs> scandalous, yeah. Scandalous, Have you scandalized us, Bonnie? Uh, no, not, not us. What'd just, your letter just, say? Just myself. Hold on. Let me get to it here. Um, oh, first, I want to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes. They are greatly appreciated. Oh, my God. You guys are awesome. You got older? I did, but not much. Okay. Okay, here we go. Affordable housing shortage and apartment construction. The headlines over the past several months have consistently referenced those topics. Have I missed the part where a percentage of the units being built will actually be affordable for the working poor? Maybe. Now that Eric Johnson is a Republican, all of our problems with homelessness, lack of affordable housing, potholes large enough to swallow a VW, crime, and whatever else ails our majority Democratic city of Dallas will magically disappear. Signed, Bonnie Mathias. Signed, Bonnie Mathias. Dallas, Pleasant Grove. And you scandalized us again, I did, and I got to tell you, Jan McDowell, she sent me an email first thing the next morning after, well, the morning that disappeared in the paper, saying, well, surely the GOP gave him a magic wand. Oh. I don't think so. 972-647-1893. I'm delighted, Bonnie, that you are telling the world what they should be doing. 
I, I want to read a poem. I put this in the uh, e-blast yesterday. Oh, this is written, written by Percy Shelley in 1819, but it's it describes our union movement and our labor movement and our working families movement today. Here's the poem, quote, Rise like lions after slumber in unvanquishable number. Shake your chains to earth like dew which in sleep had fallen on you. Ye are many, they are few. Wow. Wow. Ye, That's about us, you ye know. Ye is us. We yeah. are the many. We are the many. They, which is the corporations, they are few. That's right. Thank Yo. you. Thank you, Percy Shelley. Thank you very much, sir. 972-647-1893. We think it's great what's going on in terms of strike solidarity, but we have to also shout out to those people who have suffered so long and so hard, mm. and that is here in North Texas that we know of, the ones that have contacted us include UAW Local 816. They're picketing in Roanoke. You can go up and see them. 301 Freedom Drive in Roanoke. And the uh, UAW, Auto Workers Local 2360, which is picketing in Carrollton at uh, 2205 East Beltline Road in Carrollton. They picket day and night up there and 24-7. And, uh, and the SAG after people who have been strong on, on strike even longer than the others. Yeah. And... Uh, it's hard to go on strike. It is hard it's to go on strike. It's very difficult. It it puts a real strain on you and on and your, your family, family Absolutely. and on your neighbors. And uh, the people that are on strike are the ones that are bearing the brunt of all this. And it is encouraging, though, to see how other people are coming through. And that gives me a moment to shout out to United Food and Commercial Workers, Local 540. And Felix Mendez is their president, and he yeah. told me the other day that they are going to buy holiday turkeys for every striker from UAW Local oh 2360. Oh, my God, that's so wonderful. Yeah, that's a lot of turkeys. Oh, that makes my heart happy. They're going to buy them from Kroger because Kroger is the union grocery store. That's right. Good the morning. union. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, I was asking for Bonnie to give out that number again for the absentee voting? Yes, ma'am. It's 214 uh-huh. 821 8-3-3-1. 8-3-3-1. 8-3-3-1. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Call that number and you can get an application to vote, to vote by, by mail. mail. Yeah. But you have to get it in the mail, chop chop, yeah. because October 27th is the last day. Yes. Well, I've been getting it uh, ever since I applied for it, but I haven't received anything, uh, you know, with this election, with the proposals coming They're, up now. Well, they I, have made it harder. Yeah. The state of Texas has made it harder yeah. to do everything. So just be very careful as you fill the thing out. I'll, I'll be sure. I'll have, uh, there'll be a page of instructions for both at requesting the ballot and f- completing the ballot. Okay. Okay, call that oh, number. Right, two, thanks. Two one four eight two one eight three three one. Get an application That's, to vote by mail. We have but another hurry. caller. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Okay, you hello? have to. Hello. You have hello? to. Yes, ma'am. You have to turn your radio off. Okay. Hello. Yes, ma'am. We can hear you. We can hear you twice. Turn your radio off and get close to your phone and speak up. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a concerned citizen. Okay. Uh, and and uh, they were talking about call 311. Mm-hmm. Call 311. Nobody don't do, don't never answer the phone. I tried it for mm-hmm. 30 minutes. All you get is business signal. I've heard that. Then yeah. they're going to tell me, well, you have to call 311. Yeah. I, well, I, I called 311, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody never answered. Yeah, you could have a you could have a mad dog tearing your heart, your your door down, and they'd call tell you to call 311. No, they would not. They would come out there because that's a different situation. Have, oh, it is? They have yes. no parking on both sides of this street where I live. It's a dead-end street. Mm-hmm. And uh, have nobody been down here. People just parked. 
I haven't seen a police court enforcement officer the first Saturday of the fair came and, and uh, he said, uh, it's going to be real policemen coming down. Mm-hmm. I thought, the next time I saw a policeman was the day of the OU game. The man was up there couldn't lock <laughs> the park car. Uh, and he stood and talked to that man for 30 minutes. I never go and give him no ticket. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm glad. Dead in street, and 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 the boy down there, he got more cones than they got in 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 a at the police station. I mean, yeah. and, and city of Dallas, and he blo- he blocked that street off where where the cars have to turn around and knock my fence down and go on. Yeah. And you, I can't get no police to come out here and do nothing. Who is your city council person? I, I, he's got a funny name. He's a Spanish guy. Adam Basildua. <laughs> you call fun. him. You but call him. I cannot. I can't. I tried to call him for something else. Very important. I left my number. Nobody never called me yet. They haven't called you back. He said, uh, the, uh, the mm-hmm. only le- that, that lady is yeah. the only somebody that's trying to help somebody. But the rest of this city council stuff is for the birds. You're going to have to stay and on them. Well, Ma'am, let's, let's just make this one point, though. If you lived in Preston Hollow, you wouldn't be having that problem. That's right. That's, that's that I know. But yeah, I that's a fact. Right and it's ridiculous how they let these people come over here. Well, thanks, call, for, thanks for registering. Your, yes, call your, your city councilman. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't answer in one day, call again. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't answer in one day, call again. Call them every bloody day until you get an answer. Good for That's you. how I do it. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Bonnie. We got to take a break. <laughs> Thank be you. Right, be right back. Yeah, we're back on the workers' beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. We've had uh, some calls already, and you can call us too at 972-647-1893. We've been talking mostly about strike support, and we were talking about what a great job they're doing at Tarrant County. We're doing a good job in Dallas County, too, and we're about to have a cookout uh, starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon at 1408 North Washington. And that's UAW and SAG-AFTRA, am I correct? Yes. Yes. All all the strikers are... Strikers are welcome. They are being honored. Yes. And uh, people should come, and it's a good chance to talk over tactics but that's not the only battle for working families the political front is also ablaze political progressive texans are mobilizing to save our public schools from the governor (laughs) but because the governor is insisting that uh nothing will will go to help the public schools until he has finished Gutting uh, them. Demolishing them. <laughs> He's, he wants to demolish the public schools by giving money to the private schools and the religious schools. Yeah. And, uh, That's right. And the private schools and religious schools, of course, are very, very happy about that. Well, yeah, you know, it's that. I, I keep asking, where is the separation of church and state? Yeah, that, that, Get, they're just you know, trying to bulldoze that. I'm going to be writing another letter to the editor, which will be published uh, on my Facebook page mm-hmm. immediately upon immediately upon its completion, mm-hmm. and my letter will be about Abby McCloskey's op-ed this this week, talking about get your politics out of my school. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Well. Oh dear. We would love to have the politics. Yes, out of, we would. Out so, of the schools. So because Amy, the politicians are trying to exactly. destroy the schools. Exactly. So I have to remind her of that. I'm afraid, um, and uh, and ask her to kindly get her religion out of our schools. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, wouldn't it? We are urging voter turnout, and we're going to have a early vote rally on Monday at 10 o'clock downtown at the courthouse, downtown 600 Commerce. And there are three ballot propositions that the AFL-CO took a position on. Bonnie, do you know what those three are? I... One of them is Proposition 3. Right. Which says that you cannot tax rich people. That's right. For gosh sake, we've got to have something in the Texas Constitution... to protect the rich people. Oh, my God. ...to stop them from taxing rich people. So, that's uh, Proposition 3. So, if for no other reason, if for no other reason, get out and vote no on 3, yes on 9. Okay? (laughs) You know... 
no to we have come on you can't tax rich people are you kidding <laughs> me, me? And, me and bonnie are not allowed to tell you how to vote no but we're that not. is the but position of go. labor Yes. Labor's position is to vote to, three, vote please, no on three. Please don't vote. Yes, yes on eight and nine. Yes. Now, eight, we've talked about broadband on this show before. Yes. And and the, the, UA, the, the, the Labor's position is no on three, yes on eight and nine. It is not our position. No, we it's are the not allowed. position of Labor. Yeah, that's not KNON's position. Yes. KNON doesn't have a position on these things and would not tell you how to no. vote for anything. We do want you to vote. However, period. we do want you to vote. Yes. Yeah. And those are the labor's positions. They only took positions on three of them, but uh, there's 14 altogether. Yes. And uh, you can look at the uh, Women's Vote, Voters League. League. League of Women Voters. League of Women Voters, yeah. And Mothers LWV. Against. LWV. And Mothers Against Greg Abbott. <laughs> they have they have a really comprehensive well, they have positions. breakdown. They do, and they mm-hmm. have positions. League of Women Voters will give you a breakdown of all of the uh, uh, proposals. Mm-hmm. Now, they're proposals mm-hmm. to make them amendments to our Constitution, which is already about 450 pages long. The, the League of Women Voters, <laughs> though, they don't tell you what to conclude. They just right. tell you what the... What the uh, propositions are all about and you can make up your own mind however we already told you what the labor's positions are more than 330,000 United States workers have walked off their jobs since the start of September (laughs) that's that's not even two months that's a lot of people that's a lot of people walking out and uh, Leon as he was leaving he yeah. said there's a snowball effect yeah I he like says, it he says you can see some success in w- among the strikers the riders were out for a long time and they were happy with the contract they got I think they were out for like six months maybe it was a long time it was a long I don't time. Know. but they uh, they were happy with their contract and yes. they ratified it by 97 percent yes the uh Healthcare workers, 75,000 of them went on strike for a three-day strike. Yes. I think they haven't finished voting yet. Right. But they I, did get some type of a tentative I know there's some celebrations going on, so some people think that they got a good contract. We, we shall see whether or not they liked it, because right. that's what all that's that really it. matters. That's right. The members vote. Mm-hmm. The members and vote. And I just this morning read through how the negotiations are going for the UAW. And? and it's amazing that they even tell you because they never used to tell you how negotiations were going. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, I'm going to add a little bit to that proposition thing uh-huh. that Gene and you guys are talking about because you're basically making it look like we don't want to tax the rich. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the uh, <laughs> that's what that Proposition 3 is about. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to tax the rich on what? Wealth tax. There's a call. You ever heard of a wealth tax? What's but, that but Senator Warren? She's always talking about the wealth tax. Uh-huh. I understand, yeah. Okay. So what I'm understanding and what I'm reading about the proposition is they don't want to be able to tax uh, the wealthy or basically you, Dean, <laughs> uh, or anybody else for their net worth. Uh-huh. Or their difference between their assets and liabilities. Oh, really? I don't know if mm-hmm. any of y'all have ever lived in the state of Virginia, mm-hmm. but I did for a while. And they tax you on everything. If you got an old car that hasn't ran for 17 years, you still paying taxes on that blue book, blue book value of that car. Is that a fact? We used yeah. to have that in tax in Texas too. It was personal property tax, mm-hmm. but they did away so with that. What I'm trying to say, in a roundabout way, we should tax everyone at a flat rate. Oh, is that right? We should, uh-huh. we should move to have mm-hmm. uh, income that is comes in mm-hmm. by making it off of a investment profit. The mm-hmm. same as income tax for labor. Mm-hmm. That's what we should be working on. Okay. But see, sometimes. Well, wait a minute. Now that's two different things. That's two different things because the income tax is theoretically progressive. In other words, the more you get, 
the more you get taxed. That well, that's it's, it's kind of theoretical because they've been taking it away from us. But the other one, uh, the the uh, capital gains tax, it, it already is a flat tax, isn't it? I believe so. I think yes. it's fifteen percent, no matter no matter right. how many so billions you have. What I'm trying to say is that we should petition that that capital gains tax be the same as labor tax. Oh, go up as as with the income tax or go down with the income tax. Okay, well, I'll, well, I'll buy that. Yeah. But, but listen, listen, the reason I'm kind of waving on that number three is <laughs> it's because they're because eventually, Gene, that could filter down to everyone. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Being yeah. For their net worth mm-hmm. or their assets versus their liabilities. You know I what see. I'm saying? I'm not trying to stand up for the ultra-rich, mm-hmm. but sometimes... You're not trying to, but, but brother, you <laughs> brother, are. You are. <laughs> brother, you are. Brother, you are. Gene, Go ahead. Do you see that it could fall down to the poor has it ever has it ever explained it to you Uh, i see it's a theory and i'm sure several uh, several other states is it's Mm -hmm. already like they tax you for your basically your net wealth but you possess your asset Mm -hmm. they tax you on that level actually i don't think i don't think the wealth tax has caught on very much elizabeth warren has been uh, espousing it for oh, some time that yeah, the very, very rich should pay. And I think the reason is because of the statistics which are showing that the the wealth is piling up, that the rich people are getting richer and richer and richer while the poor get poorer and poorer and poorer. And so she's introduced the idea of a wealth tax. And so people in Texas heard about it and they decided to make a constitutional amendment against ever having a wealth tax. And uh, that's Proposition 3. And, of course, if there but, became but one we in... Know, we know we're probably never going to get a wealth tax on the on the wealthy. But mm. what I'm saying is we should try to at least make them pay the same as we do. Mm-hmm. When we separate this issue of wealthy and poor people, mm-hmm. well, the wealthy people got all the money, and they're going to block that from happening. I see what but you mean. Try to get them to pay on a on a level paying ground then we gonna have a lot more money than we then you want they want money. you want them to be taxed like like poor people are taxed okay thank okay, you thanks. got another caller good morning thanks for calling KNWN. Hello. hello hello uh yes i would like for you to tell me the uh you gave the information out before about the uh the uh, labor advice on this uh, coming election, and I didn't write that down. Could you give that out the, again? The three, the three things that they took positions on. Yeah, they took positions on Proposition 3. They said no on Proposition 3. This is coming from the Texas AFL-CIO. Right. And they said yes on 8 and 9. I didn't get to finish saying what eight and nine are. Eight is on broadband for everyone. And of course the communication workers have been working hard to try to get that and to try to make sure that it that uh, broadband becomes accessible all for everyone in the state and that it's done professionally and yes. done right. And then the number nine is the one that would give a small raise to the workers in the school system, the ones that have a pension through the Texas Retirement System, TRS. They would get a small raise. The the legislature voted for it, but then they said it had to go in the Constitution. So that's why they're (laughs) voting on nine. So labor's position is no on three, yes on eight and nine. I hope that does it for you. And uh, of course, we're not telling you how to vote. We're just saying that's what they said. I understand, but do they have positions on all of that? Nope. All the, uh, nope. You can... Well, just those three. Just those three is the only ones that they took a position on. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for the things that are going to affect working families the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, go to Go to the League of Women Voters site because they have a real comprehensive breakdown of each one of the amendments, and you'll be able to, to see what you think is better. 
I, you know, I think some of them are pretty confusing. Tell you the truth, they are because they write them like that. I already voted, and tell you the truth, I didn't vote on all fourteen. I didn't. I voted on those three, but I didn't vote on all fourteen because, frankly, I just didn't didn't understand them either. And go. I have read all that stuff. <laughs> and my friend Kenneth Williams uh, analyzed them all very carefully and uh, told us in the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans uh, what he thought of each one of them. Uh, the Dallas AFL-CIO principal officer, Lou Luckhart, on Thursday night gave his position on several of the, of the uh, propositions. propositions. Yes. But those three are the only ones that have been officially endorsed and, pro- and uh and put out by uh, the Texas AFL-CIO. We have to get another caller. Good morning. Thanks, Thanks for calling. calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Hey, y'all. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm George. Uh, I'm currently walking, helping here the uh, UAW picket line. On, uh, uh, oh, good uh, for Carrollton. you. All right. All right. Good morning, brother. Are you in Carrollton or Roanoke? Uh, Carrollton. Uh-huh. And how's things going on the picket line? Um, well, last time I was here was uh, two weeks ago with uh, a couple of my uh, my teacher union friends, and uh, last last two weeks uh, or two weeks ago it was it was okay. Like we essentially we, it was three of us, and when we showed up, we doubled the numbers. But this week there, there's a lot more uh, there, there's a bit more uh, strikers, so that's a good thing. Awesome. Oh, really? Awesome! That's impressive. So they've got they've actually yeah. grown the picket line in the last two weeks. You say that's amazing. Yeah, for for. Yeah, for today, yeah, it's. Uh, I think we, we only contributed like ten percent, so that means that yeah, they're uh, uh, the we're, we're at double digits right now, which is good. All right, that's awesome. That is really wonderful, and it's wonderful that you did it. Tell us, brother, what motivated you to come up there and pick it with those with those uh, strikers from the auto workers union? Yeah, well, I've always, uh, ever since I started working in a public school, I've always been part of the teachers' union, the AFC. Uh-huh. And um, I've had, a, I have, uh, ever since being in certain education, I've had uh, teacher friends who were part of AFC always tell me, like, that this is the only, like, and if you're serious about teacher teachers' rights, uh, teachers' uh, teachers union, like, teachers, um, and in general, like, workers' rights, like, you have to join AFC. Uh-huh. So I did, and uh, ever since, I've always been uh, pretty strong about not just my union, but uh, cross union solidarity and a working class solidarity. It's, I uh, see. Excellent. Uh, important to uh, to stand up not just for you know your own profession, but also for those around you. Because uh, you know all of us workers, uh, all of us uh, not just work together, even if we don't think we do, but uh, we also by doing that we we make the world uh, world work. So, uh, so it's not for us and uh, no one else. That's you would say we're all in it together. Would would that be true? Oh yeah, definitely. If you're a uh, working class, then yeah, you, you're. Uh, we're supposed to be in it together. But, well, uh, what does working class mean? What does working class mean? Does that mean uh, anybody that draws a paycheck? Uh, that is one part of the definition, right? You know, if you draw a paycheck, mm-hmm. uh, that is, you know, you are working. But working class also means uh, those who um, don't have uh, inherited wealth, right? Oh, I don't see. So you're not just living off your parents' money. Yeah, that is a big part, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and this is getting a bit more technical, but, you know, uh, class traders do exist, right? You know, there are some oh, yeah. uh, some uh, uh, rich people, some upper-class people who are uh, sympathetic enough to the working class. Mm-hmm. Uh, they break ranks, you know. They, they don't just uh, follow in their parents' footsteps mm-hmm. or their, uh, their uh, uh, bo- uh, employers or bosses' footsteps. So, mm-hmm. Let me ask you something, George. Are you as young as you sound on the radio? Because you sound uh, like you sound like you're in your twenties. Uh, yeah, I'm in my twenties. <laughs> or what about the other people that are up there in solidarity? I know the strikers are just all ages, but uh, the people yeah. that came up in solidarity are they mostly young people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, my the, the two other friends I'm with. Well, today there's two of us, mm-hmm. but uh, Patricia Murphy's not Brenda. there. Uh, no, she's not here. Patricia so Murphy's not. nearly always there. Uh-huh. We have to take a break. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you so much for all yeah, you do. Way to go, George. All right. All right. Have a good yeah. weekend. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it.
Gosh, I wish. I bet people wish we would shut up and let them hear. Sorry. You let them hear Fats Domino. We, someday we're just going to be quiet and let let Fats oh, Domino sing. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We've had some very intelligent com- callers making some very intelligent observations on yes. the situation today. We didn't get anybody to say anything about school vouchers yet, but maybe yet. they will. Yep. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and Win. Hello, you on Hello. the air? You're on the air. Hello. Hello. I'm not really calling to be on the air, Bonnie, but I'd like to uh, speak with you about a matter that uh, that is needful for me. Okay. Well, leave your number. Bonnie, Bonnie will call you right after the show. We're gonna we're gonna put you on hold, and uh, they'll get your number, and I'll call you after. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Tom. All right. Uh-huh. Okay, Excuse Pierre, me. get their number. Can you get this lady's number, please? She oh, wants to talk about line. something privately with Bonnie. I think she Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. If you want to talk on the air, because you're not going to get a private conversation right not now. Not on the air. Bonnie yes. wants to talk to the world, and that's what she's doing. Oh. Nobody said anything about vouchers yet, Bonnie, but that's the big issue in the state legislature <sighs> right now. The governor says that he wants $8,000 per pupil for every student that goes to a private or religious school. Well, there's thousands of religious schools, and they are just standing by to get their $8,000 per pupil, and they'll probably get it if the governor gets his way. So what do you think, Bonnie? Well, (laughs) I don't know of any private or parochial school where you can send your child for eight thousand dollars, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just pay part of it anyway. I, I mean, a small part of it. But all of the people that are already in those schools are going to get that money. Well, that'll that'll help them pay the tuition. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, those kids in public school aren't getting squat. Yeah, so they won't. They get less. And yeah, and they already get less than what the governor mm-hmm. is proposing to give private schools what and the governor's really making it very clear because he's saying we're not gonna give a dollar to the public schools until we have already uh undermined them with money for the private schools and the religious schools so uh and as bonnie pointed out earlier the wall between church and state has been crumbled i thought the governor liked walls he was so crazy about building a wall down in down in mexico and now he wants to tear down the wall between Between church church and and state I think some money is changing hands oh, you here somewhere. Believe it. I really do think some some bad things are going on. Yeah. But yeah. money is not a problem for the gas and oil companies. Oh no. The United States is now the largest gas exporter in the world and many new facilities are being built and the environmentalists are protesting. I got all that from the from the Washington Post because Fossil fuels is supposed to be diminishing, and instead it's rising. Thank in, you, Governor Abbott. Yeah. Yeah. The Texas legislature has taken a strong uh, position in favor of the oil companies, and uh, the environmentalists are really, really quite put out with them because the ocean is rising. Yeah. Some yeah. some islands have already disappeared. Yeah. And uh, there are ice shelves just about to drop into the ocean and drown Florida. Yeah, and and parts of California, so let's not forget that. Yeah, I'm just you hoping know, it don't get to Dallas. I think at some point, uh, Las Vegas will have a coastline. I live on one of the highest hills in Dallas. You do. And I, every now and then I look around and I think, I wonder how high the water is going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Once it gets over that levee. <laughs> That's a good question. How I would it go? I don't know. 972-647-1893. If you're on Social Security, the Social Security bump is supposed to be 3.2% in January. You'll Woo-hoo. get a, you'll get a bump. It's it's better than not getting a bump. That's right. However, here's the bad news. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the monthly Medicare Part A and B premiums uh-uh. for 2024 uh-uh. with the cost set to go up by Six percent next year. Uh-uh. The premiums will increase by nine dollars and eighty cents, and the annual deductible for Medicare Part B will go up from two hundred twenty-six to two hundred forty. So <gasps> you're going to get a small bump in your Social Security, and, and then, then we're going to take it back from Medicare. Medicare is going to take a, a good bite out of it. 
thanks, not all, not thanks all for it. playing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's normal. That's what we usually get. But that's we so had a shock last backwards. year when we got that eight point seven bump on our Social Security. I think it was the most we had ever got. That's and so that's great. COLA, cost of living allowance adjustment. You yes. want to say what that is again, Bonnie? That, what, what's cost the, of living adjustment? It's supposed to keep up with inflation, right? But so those who get it, yes. And the auto workers are going to get it back. Yes, they They've are. They've already got that far in the negotiations right. that the oil, that the auto companies are going to give them back their cola. Yeah. That was a, a tremendous accomplishment. That's the huge. The biggest accomplishment is that all three auto companies have, have moved on the question of tears. Yes. Because yes. during the time when everything was so rough and two of the auto companies went bankrupt, they managed to get everybody to make concessions, yes. and they allowed tiers. In other words, they allowed people. They allowed the auto companies to pay some people a lot less That's than right. other people. That's right. So you have you're on this tier or that tier depends on how much how much you're going to be making. Yeah. So the older workers managed to hang on to what they had. Younger workers doing the same job started out less. Had, had a lot less, and were never able ne- to get up to that high tier again. Right, and that's wrong. But AT&T's they have over, been doing that too. They have largely overcome that in the negotiations. Oh, yeah. I was saying this just before the last break that it, it's amazing that the auto workers union is publishing what's going on in negotiations because always in the past I happen to be an auto worker. I happen to be a member of the auto workers union. They keep it a and secret. they never tell you. How negotiations, they always say, oh, no, you can't talk about that because this is all That's secret. That's right, it's secret. Well, they the, the the new leadership in the Auto Workers Union publishes it. They put it on Facebook. Sean so Fain you can find is, out exactly what's going on, and it's pretty good, I'm telling you. That's good stuff, man. In I'm, my opinion. I am surprised. He's just incredible. In my opinion, they could settle if they wanted to now and and call it a big victory because it would be a big victory. However, they're not settling because they don't think they've got everything that they can get for yes. the workers. And I like that. That's what the, that's what the union yes. is supposed to do. Exactly. Get everything exactly. they can for the workers. That's and the uh, they want to get back to where they were in 2008. Before they gave them all the concessions. Mm-hmm. It's no different than those pilots mm-hmm. and those flight attendants that are still bargaining to get their concessions back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in 2008, the government bailed out these folks. Yeah, they bought them. Yeah, Basically, bought they them, bought, bought them. them and, and then gave it back to them. And they gave it back to them. After mm-hmm. all the debt was paid, they gave it back to them. Mm-hmm. Well, all those flight attendants and pilots and ground workers, they gave up a lot to keep those companies going. Yeah, and now they're trying to fight their way back all to they where they were. Is, yeah, they just want what they had. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and Ford and other companies are saying, well, we can't give well, them anything. Right. We can't give them anything. Well, we don't have the money. Oh, we're, oh, we're but listen so to poor. this. Listen to this. Ford, which says it cannot offer any more to its employees, uh-huh. has announced a dividend for its shareholders. Wait, so wait, the rich people that own the stock, they're going to get big money from Ford while Ford is saying... We we can't afford anything oh. for your for our employees. See, that's just see. This is why we have unions to hold these companies accountable for mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? The the woman at GM she made twenty nine million dollars, mm-hmm. and she says, "Oh, now wait." Only like two million of that is my salary. Okay, mm-hmm. the rest is all like bonuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have the audacity to say that out loud? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've talked about the fights for uh, a contract for a good contract and for organizing unions. Uh-huh. We talked a little bit about the fights to save the schools and on the political front. But we have never forgotten the, the struggle for civil rights. And oh, we want to call out the deputy in Georgia who shot Leonard Cure. Leonard Cure had been exonerated. He spent 16 years in prison and finally got out, you know, with the Innocence Project and stuff like that. Because he was innocent. Then he got stopped for a traffic stop, tased, beaten, and and killed. killed That's right. By a Georgia deputy. Yeah. And that happened on Monday. So that fight is still going on. We're still on board with that. And uh, we're still we're still with everybody who's struggling 
for their rights. Absolutely. 972-647-1893. You still have time to take some callers. Absolutely. Hundreds gathered at the Dallas Morning News office to protest the way they have covered the war in the Middle East. Or should we should say how they have not covered the war in the Middle East. Well, actually, they're covering it from one side. Well, yeah. But the but Palestinians... not the point of ter- journalism. The Palestinians uh, are not happy with the way it's being covered. There's <sighs> some things that, that may or may not have happened that's being published as true, mm. even though it's it's not been verified. And so they have a point there. Yes, they and absolutely I, do. I want to give out a shout to Cooper Carraway, who's probably not listening because he lives in Connecticut. But, Connecticut? Yeah. When did he move? Cooper Carraway is a, is a Dallas boy. We I mean, knew him here not... during the protest period uh, they called the, uh, what they call the occupation yes. movement. Occupy. When they held, when they had all the tents downtown, mm-hmm. everybody got to know Cooper Carraway. Then he went on, became pretty famous in the labor movement, and he was working for a union in uh, Connecticut, and he spoke out about the war in the Middle East. Well, he just mentioned it. He said that our enemies are not in Gaza. He said our enemies are in the boardrooms of corporate headquarters, Woo! and so some. Some uh, politicians wrote a letter to the governor. They are pressuring Cooper Carraway to be fired or get rid- to be gotten rid of. And I don't know how it's all going to come out, but I want to say oh this. My goodness. As far as we know, we still live in America. Yeah. As far as we know, yeah. you still have a right to free speech That's in right. America. That's right. If somebody gets fired for free speech, that ain't right. And we should stand up for Cooper Carraway and anybody else who wants to speak. I don't know exactly how the saying goes, but it's something like this. I may not agree with what you say, but I will fight to the death for your right to say it. That's right. That's the way we feel here on K-N-O-N. Yep, Even right. though they have that thing that says the, the, the views that are spoken here are... are well, it's true. Yes. K-N-O-N doesn't have the political views. Mm-mm. And so if somebody says something about their views, uh, it's not K-N-O-N's position. It's right. just ours. It's and ours. I, I will say this. It's just mine. But I believe that Cooper Carraway and anybody else that's got a position... Well, they can call this program and say it. Yep. They can call this program and say it. 100%. And if your boss decides to fire you over it, we will be right there with you. We will have your back. Yep. We will be standing with you. And right. uh, so that would be just fine if you call 972-647-1893. If you want to say something controversial, call 972-647-1893. Can't say no cuss words. Nope. Can't say anything racist. Nope. We have our, we do have we our do limits. We do have our limits. Mm-hmm. We have our lines. Yeah. But uh, apparently somebody thinks Cooper Carraway, a, an, a, a very well-respected union leader. Activist. Oh, my gosh. He should was the get president. fired because, he's, because he said, our enemies are not in Gaza. They are in the boardrooms of the corporate headquarters. That's right. 972-647-1893. I bet it was somebody from the corporate headquarters. Oh, you think? <laughs> or maybe a politician that gets paid by the corporate headquarters. Yeah, that's true. There seems to be a lot of that. Yeah, I'm sorry. A whole lot of that. Especially in Texas. Especially in Texas. Mm. Oh, my God. And isn't d- Connecticut supposed to be like more liberal than Texas? Yeah, absolutely. It's further east. Yes, and, and yeah. I mean, it's fairly liberal, Absolutely. Of course. I was in Connecticut last last year in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty Cooper cool. Cooper Carraway is one of those young people like the like George that called a while ago uh-huh. from up uh-huh. on the picket line. Yes. And I'm sure if he was here, he'd be up on the picket line, too. I'm sure he would be. 972-647-1893. Good yep. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. I'm on the air, Will. I'm calling from California. Mm-hmm. I'm calling from a, a site called uh, Hamilton Airfield. Really? Uh, air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and what we did 30 years ago out here is that politicians got together with corporations, Goldman Sachs, and um, the politician at that time was mm-hmm. Barbara Boxer. Mm-hmm. And they decided to build homes on the site as the base was closing. It still has... Uh, uh, base positions, but mm-hmm. it's closed. And they wanted to build a lot of homes, which they did. 
But when you buy a home here, you have to sign the contract that you're not going to plant any food product in your backyard. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's because when they supposedly cleaned up, they couldn't clean up all the spill sites, so they found that there were many spill sites as well as dump sites. Oh. Now, <clears throat> what they did, the main part of the, the, the field dumped in a site they call Landfill 26. The reason it was called 26 because at that time, it was 26 acres. Oh now it's gosh. 75 acres. It was on top of a stream. The stream ran no. off into the north bay of San Francisco. Uh -huh. And it is an earthquake fault area. Oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm telling you all this because my buddy, who was a facility manager 30-some-odd years ago, uh, had me tour there, and I brought some press to put, put some pressure on the, on the basic California and government agencies to do a cleanup. Right. They did. They said they're going to do a cleanup, but what they did was cover it over. Oh, I see. And, but they knew it was poisoning, and that's why they told everybody they couldn't plant food there. Right. Exactly. Oh that's God. where I should be. Is this environmental now, what, racism? You think? Uh, well, it's a combination of uh, focusing on environmental control without mm -hmm. really control. I see. I mean, you know, and I wouldn't call it just racism because. They, they 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 sold this property. Those properties now today are worth in the million dollars a piece. Really? At that time, there were one hundred, two hundred thousand dollar values, right? Oh so, so we're going to sell you some very high priced property, but by the way, it's poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We bring now, that up. If you can't wait, I want to ask you a question. If you can't plant food in your garden, would you put your children in that garden? I, probably, yeah. I don't even think I'd put my dogs out there, quite frankly, because that's just that's not safe. Just, okay. just tell the children, you go outside and play, but don't touch the dirt. Don't touch the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let, me, let, me add, let me add something to this, because the reason that I've been focusing on, on uh, this Hamilton field, is what it's called today, uh -huh. as a residential area, uh, is because when I heard about the people in East Palestine and the and, yeah. uh, derailment and the fires from the petroleum yeah. products, which yeah. create dioxin, Right. When that when those fires fell over the, that area and and whatever extension of airflow they had, yes, sir. So all those people were contaminated. Sir, you gay. We got to wrap it up because our show is over. Oh well. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Our, we're on nine to ten every Saturday. Thanks. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs>